He's blonde and bitchin'. She's sporty and sassy. Together, they're perfectly imperfect. It's Jesse and Jenna's messy podcast. Cheers! <laughs> All right, well, joining us today is Julia. Oh, fuck, I practiced your last name so many times, too. And then as soon as I see it written down, I'm like, Wait, you, you try. try. You try. Lapkowicz? No. No. Close. Ladkowitz. Ladkowitz, yay. Ladkowitz is a comedian, actor, and incredible writer who has won numerous awards, Jenna, in the world of comedy alongside her funny man husband, who is also an award-winning comedian that has been featured on MTV, CTV, The Comedy Network, and much music when he was a regular on Video on Trial. Remember that? Yeah, I remember that. This Friday, July 17th, I'll be joining Matt and Julia at Ottawa's driving experience at Weston Clover Parks for a stand-up show with Yuck Yucks. And we're going to see how that goes, aren't we? Oh, Have you guys done a drive-in show yet? I've, ne- I've never even been to a drive-in movie theater in my life. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> they're fun, kind of. I thought people just went to have sex in the car. Well, that's why they're fun. <laughs> wow. Are you excited about it or, like, nervous it's not going to go so well, Matt? Uh, I don't know. It's something to do. What else is going on? You know what I mean? Like, it's uh, <laughs> it's... Sure, if it's a disaster, who cares? Like, if it's great, hey, that's great too. But uh, we're gonna try to film it either way because, you know, we're gonna wanna docu- document this. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel like it's gonna be a lot of horns, a lot of horns and uh, high beams. The show should be called Horns and High Beams. There you go. Hey, horns I'm gonna laughter. There you go, there's a thing, okay, what? Horns and highlights? Well, M- Matt said horns and um, high beams. High beams. High beams. And I said, horny for laughter. Is this podcast going well? <laughs> <laughs> well, we've already talked about horniness and high beams, so yeah, I think it is going well. Because I just think high beams, I think of people flashing for some reason. Well, that's why I was thinking, I'm like, that's probably already a strip <laughs> show somewhere. But, um, you know, these, these remote podcasts are very challenging, Julia, because of the fucking delay you have on Skype. It's a mess, just like Friday's going to be. We'll get through it. I, uh, I'm not sure how Friday's going to go, but you all listening to this should come, definitely, <laughs> at thedrivingexperience.ca. Uh, I'll tell you what else is going on, Matt, is Frasier remakes. Yes, those, are, those have been going on since the, this pandemic started, for some reason. Did you watch any of them yet? Oh, just lie. Yeah, sure. Yeah, they're very funny. <laughs> I went through a lot of your videos, but I don't know, maybe I just didn't pick up a Frasier reference. I was, I've been stuck on the Frasier remakes, and for a long time it was just you and them, Matt, and then you kind of dragged Julia into them, and I kind of wondered, do you enjoy being part of these videos, Julia? <laughs> it's, um, it's actually mostly Julia. Yeah, if, if anything, um, Matt, I've been in them from the beginning, so I don't know what you're talking about, oh. um, but I've been in the <laughs> Frasier remakes from the beginning, and I play, so I play all the other characters except Frasier. Matt, Matt plays Frazier, I play literally yeah, everybody Yeah, it's, it's gotten to the point where uh, I thought we should do maybe a couple remakes, but Julia has been pressing me to do more because she just wants to expand her character repertoire. Um, who's, your, who's your favorite so character? It's, it's, my, it's, it's her dog and pony. Who's your favorite my character favorite? to play? Yeah. Um, my, my favorite character to play so far has been BB. I don't know if you remember BB. Frasier is like publicist. Agent. Her agent. Yeah, his agent. And if you're not a big Frage head, then 
this is probably very boring for you. <laughs> well, I, I was for sure. Do you, is there, do you play Lilith ever? I have Lilith wig, but I don't think I've played her in a scene yet. Not yet. It's coming. It's coming. I'm sure it's coming. We need some Lilith. She's frightening. I was always scared of her. I love the Frasier remake. I love all of the, now the latest one is a mask. Uh, just, you gotta follow them to see it, this green screen magic. And where did, did you teach yourself? Yeah, uh, a friend of mine, uh, Dave Dunville, I worked with him. I used to work at, an, at the Apple store. So I was a Mac genius. And uh, he used to teach video editing at the Apple store. So I just asked him a few questions and he showed me a few things and, and then I kind of yeah taught myself from there but uh, there's like videos on YouTube like people have been asking me especially since this pandemic started and every comedian isn't a comedian anymore um, so they're like how do I green screen and it's like just go on YouTube and just there's so many tutorials on there and they all work it's very easy well it's kind of like every comedian started a podcast we had this one long before the pandemic <laughs> and some of them just shouldn't do it, you know? You know. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yes. Okay, how, this, this podcast is kind of a disaster, so let's just get real, guys. How is it going in quarantine? Is your marriage holding up? Do you want to kill each other yet? I mean, we get this question a lot, and I've answered it a lot, but the, the thing is, before quarantine happened, we're together so much because of our jobs, right? We're both comedians, we travel together, and we work from home. So we're used to seeing each other's stupid faces all day. Yeah, we were at home anyway. So it, now it's just government enforced. Yeah. It's, it's the same, it's the same. Yeah, but what, whereas other couples, I feel they're like, you know, their spouse goes to work all day and they go, they have their own thing and then they're, you know, only spending nights together. And when they have to spend all day together, they're like, oh, maybe I don't, like you. So to answer your question, we're hanging on by a thread. <laughs> Are you guys in LA? You're in Canada now. We're in Ottawa, baby. Oh, you are. Well, I mean, this is one of the safest places to be right now. You wouldn't want to be back home in LA. Yikes. No, I don't no. know. I don't know the audio cut out there for a second. <laughs> Yeah, that's why this isn't going. There's a really, we have a really bad delay with you guys, but that's fine. Maybe our connection, the internet at my parents' places. Gosh, they switch. Is problematic. It's all right. We'll get through it, I'm sure. And if not, this won't be a very long interview. It's fine. Um, but the interesting thing about you guys, and I'm glad you did this together because I know you're both independent comedians as well, but you often are on the same bill, but you don't perform together the way like the El Solomons do, really. However, I love how your acts complement each other. And the first time I saw you guys, I didn't realize how much the interweaving there was going to be until Matt got on stage after you. Um, did you guys plan that always from the very beginning or did that sort of organically happen? Oh, they just totally froze. <laughs> Matt, it looks like they were really ready to answer it though and now they're just frozen. <laughs> kind of a, I don't know what their expression is. There say. we go. <laughs> um, I'm not gonna lie, it cut out completely there. Yeah, it did. You were frozen. I don't know. Seconds. Okay. Did you hear my question? You said I like when I first saw your act, and then it went get 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 get. 
<laughs> I like how you guys don't necessarily do like a duo act the way that all Solomons do, but you compliment each other. Like, and I didn't realize how much that was going to happen until Matt got on stage after you and he was doing all kinds of callbacks to your set, which I thought worked so well. So did you guys write that intentionally? No. No, a lot of the time a lot of the times it's uh when I feel that Julia has done much better than I could ever do, I leapfrog off of her uh uh killing. So if uh sometimes she'll kill so hard if if I go up after her, I'm like, well, I I can't follow that, so I just gotta compliment uh what the old gal did, you know? This so. guy. Have um, you ever thought about doing something like the L. Solomons together? We did. We had. We ran a show in L.A. for a brief period where we were on stage together, mm -hmm. and you know it's fun. It was. It was. Yeah. We, yeah. We but, can do it. But it was. But. Yeah. It was just riffing, like because we were the hosts of our show, and it was really fun. But I feel like with the El Solomons, they it's such a, like it's more of an interesting dynamic. Right. You know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, we're just a straight white couple, and yeah, it's like no one needs to hear. Nobody anything. needs that right yeah. now. <laughs> Very woke of you, Julia. Yeah. You know, you just reminded me, you have a bit, and I can't even remember it, but it involves fanning your extremely hot vagina. And this has become an inside joke with, well, my ex-boyfriend, actually. Sometimes when it's really hot, he'll, like, fan his vagina as, like, a reference <laughs> to you. So I just thought you should know that. It, it lives nice. on in the real world. I mean, I... I don't, I don't remember the last time I've done that joke. I, it's definitely not like the, my most original bit, let's be honest. But, um, but yeah, certainly I remember if it was probably hot on stage and if I'm wearing a skirt on, on skates, if I'm wearing a skirt on stage, I'm fanning, I'm fanning the puss. <laughs> I don't blame you. You know how we just went through that heat wave? I was yeah. right in front of a fan in front of an open window. I didn't even care. Just yeah. let that wind hit you where it needs to. <laughs> okay. I like it, and I'm not usually a fan of vagina, so I just thought I should tell you that. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, also, Julie is a big writer, so you just recently wrote a piece in the Comedy Tribune about why you haven't been writing in quarantine, and I thought it was really refreshing to read somebody that is successful, like yourself, say that, you know what, if you don't want to come out of this learning a new language or how to play the fucking banjo, that's okay. And in your case, you haven't been as inspired to write. I mean, I'll stop you right there. I wouldn't say I'm a big writer by any means. You're a good um, writer. Well, that's nice. That's very kind of you. But yeah, it was uh, when this started and there was so much time, because before I was like, oh, the only reason I haven't written this, this, and this is because I'm too busy. And then all of a sudden I wasn't too busy and I still wasn't doing it. So I'm like, okay, what's, what's the problem here? Um, so yeah, read the article. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just me being completely honest because I was like, I don't know what else to do. I feel sick with like guilt and I don't know. I just felt, I felt gross about it. So I was like, I need to get this out somehow. And I'm glad that people felt kind of inspired or uh, like they could see themselves in it a bit. Well, I, I mean, don't you find it hard to even get inspiration in times like this? You're not going anywhere. You're not doing anything. You're not seeing people. You're not observing, right? Exactly. And that was sort of our same issue with, with stand-up, trying to write new stuff right now. Every Zoom show we'd see, everybody's like, oh, quarantine, gaining a few pounds, cutting my own hair. It was like, it's the same premises, and it's, ugh. It gets but, you know, I don't blame them. Yeah. 
No, I don't blame them either, but I think we need to realize when people finally get back into the comedy clubs, it's going to be to escape this bullshit. The last thing they want is every comedian on stage. So how about COVID? I almost caught it. Like, no, we don't want that. I, I think COVID jokes should be banned. And that's mostly because <laughs> I don't want to write any new ones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Besides, I'm gay. We lived through the 80s. The, this virus was nothing for us. <laughs> Speaking of gays, Matt, do a lot of gay guys hit on you because of that epic mustache? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no hesitation at all. Yes. Absolutely. You flattered. You seem very flattered by that. It's very, it's, of course it's nice. It's, well, also comedy takes you to a lot of uh, places that you perform in. And a lot of those places in Toronto and LA are gay bars. So it's, you know, I'll strut in with this face and I, you know, and then I'm like, oh, I'm here for the comedy show. And then, but then you see the guys that were looking at me, the, how disappointed they are now um, that I'm just a dirtbag comedian. I feel like as a straight man, getting a compliment being good looking from a gay man would be like the utmost because, you know, like straight men sometimes don't have the best style. And so if a gay man's like, hey, you look great. I figure that would be the biggest compliment. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah, I don't know. Compliment. I don't know what guy would ever be offended by that. It's. Uh, right. <laughs> I mean, it depends what the gay guy looks like. Like, is he a judge of style, or you know, you gotta. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. I was distracted with the mustache. <laughs> okay, so one of the things we do on this podcast with comedians is uh, talk about weird news of the week. So what, we're going to read you some unusual headlines that are true, and you react to them in a funny way. <laughs> okay. Does that sound like a good game? Take a big swig of that wine. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Okay. First weird news headline. The police in California, Columbia. No, Cali, Columbia. Oh. He's never been out of Canada before, so you'll have to excuse him. <laughs> what is Cali short for California? No, no, Cali is a place in Colombia. The Cali cartel. Come on, you've heard of them. No, I haven't. Okay. Okay. The police in Cali, Colombia are looking for a porn star named... Carrie Dominic. After she filmed a porn scene on a bus without a face mask. Big no-no. It violates the law that face masks are required on public transportation. Are you guys on board with uh, face masks outside the house? When do you wear yours? Uh, Not during sex. This in a funny way, right? No, it doesn't have to be. That wasn't a very funny headline. Dick. <laughs> what? I said I wear a face mask on my dick. Listen, <laughs> I'm out of practice. These jokes suck. Um, what? We we wear, we wear masks. I what in in when anytime we're inside. Yeah. I mean, especially if you're filming uh, pornography, I think that would require several masks. Would you put a mask on your naked b-hole or would you just put it on your face? Like I figure the mask would have to cover up every hole. Well, we did have a guest the other day that talked a lot about dental dams. So maybe that can is like the sexy version of a mask. Yeah, maybe. I don't yeah. know if, uh, if COVID is transmitted through the anus. Does so. COVID shoot in your ass? It is not, I have searched this, it is not, nor through the penis or vagina. It is mouth oh, okay. So yeah. So cover up your, your face hole, but let your, let your uh, b-hole breathe. Yeah. Make sure one hole is free. Yes. yes. <laughs> Whatever hole that may be, that is up that, to you. When we leave the house, we make sure one hole is free. And yeah. it's of our own choosing. So yeah. that's all we want. But all the other ones are plugged. Yes. 
Well, in a similar theme, prostitutes went back to work in the Netherlands this week where it's legal and uh, they're not kissing the Johns anymore. No kissing allowed because of the pandemic. But that begs the question, like, where do you draw the line? It's kind of like what we were just saying. Are they still allowed to have you breathe? In the Netherlands, they're not wearing masks, but you can't kiss. So it's too confusing. First of all, that's very pretty woman of the Netherlands. I didn't think they kissed anyway. I know. I thought they would. Although it would be funny to see somebody be like, I would like one prostitute, and then a firm handshake, and then they go into yeah. And sex. begin. Yes. That's... You know what would really come in handy for prostitutes is those plastic shields. You know, any flower yeah. or anything, protect the eyes. Don't want pink eye during COVID. You know, nothing no. sexier than someone saying, kiss my shield. <laughs> or or prostitutes or anybody having sex for that matter just wore like those motorcycle helmets with the shield. Right. So it's like you're you're having sex with all of daft punks. We should all be in beekeeper uniforms. <laughs> yeah, or in a guillotine where like your head is there and then everything else has access to. So you keep your head like behind a plexiglass or something. I, that visual was upsetting. <laughs> yeah. Getting a doggy style while you're in a guillotine. <laughs> <laughs> I with that. I yeah. bet you someone's in. Well, after I said it out loud, I'm kind of like, huh. <laughs> I'm into Halloween. All right, here, you read one, Jenna. I don't know, choose one. Beauty, beauty shops in New York aren't allowed to give facials under coronavirus restrictions. So one place has now switched to giving butt facials, which is like exfoliation, a deep scrub, pimple removal, moisturization, and that's all legal. On your cheeks. I could use that. I would love that. I would love that. I would definitely do that. Here's the issue, and now we're getting a bit real. I have very clear skin. I don't get zits. But, but, but my butt gets the odd zit, and I would love to get my butt facialed. <laughs> wow. Facial my butt is what I'm saying. I was thinking, who would sign up for that? Like, I would never. I would, too. I, you know, like, when someone just, like, grabs your butt it's like a little butt massage too it would just be like the whole experience and then you come out with a shiny touch i love that do they massage your cheeks before or after they stick it in while you're in the guillotine <laughs> <laughs> just warm me up a little um matt i imagine you get the odd butt zip yes i just want to talk about your butt but i you have very dark thick hair so that probably creates some butt zips does it julia it absolutely does, yeah. Um, I got a, a bug bit me on the butt cheek the other day, and I don't know how that happened. I woke up in the middle of the night, and I'm like, I got a bite on my butt cheek. Something bit me in the ass. And then uh, Julia's dad made a joke, because we're living with Julia's parents right now. He went, Julia, did you do it in the middle of the night? Like, Julia bit my ass in the middle of the night? What a hack bit. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> uh, they're getting funnier by the day, I'll tell you that much. They, You know what? They are, they are getting quite funny, and they don't realize it, and it's making me very jealous. Yeah. <laughs> How long have you guys been quarantining with them for? Since, Since April 5th. Yeah. How is that? Because I went home back to Vancouver for two and a half months, with my two parents, and I was like, I gotta get out of there after two and a half months. Like, I was done. It's a roller it's coaster. It's working. It's a big enough house where we get our own spaces and everything. And it's, uh, yeah. And I'm not just saying this because they can hear us out of earshot yeah. right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, when something is a question like that on a, on a podcast or like something that might be public, you have to listen for the tone. Right. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. Blink twice if you need yeah. to be rescued. Yeah. <laughs> No, 
we're very we're very lucky we even have a place to stay in Canada, yeah. but it is no no full adults should live with their also no. full adult parents. But the alternate of us being in LA, we're like, Ugh. so it's like anything's better than where we uh, are living. Where we yeah. Where. where. Yeah. So do you have friends checking on your apartment in LA? Yeah, we got a guy around the corner, Ryan Dalton, who's been watering our plants and checking in. And uh, I said he can hang out there if he wants. So we actually like stashed a bunch of beer in our fridge and he goes over to water the plants, which means uh, soaking his liver in uh, beers. And uh, I think, cause he's been quarantined with his, his wife as well. So I think it's a bit of a, like an in-town cottage for him. Yeah, He kind of goes and hangs out in our place. and. Yeah. It seems fine. I also have one of those like security cameras that like picks up motion. Uh, so I can like look at the apartment whenever I want through my phone. And you can see it when he orders his hookers and stuff, right? Yes. Yeah. Like, I, does I he know you have that camera? He does. Yes. Yeah. And he, he like performs for it. He's cause he's a comedian as well. So he <laughs> does little bits for me. It's very funny. I make little compilation videos of him, and it's, it's become a thing. It's, it's cute. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because if he didn't know, that could be more risky, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, where were we here? 60% uh, of single people say the number of times they've been getting it on with themselves <laughs> has significantly increased during the pandemic. Well, obviously, what kind of headline is this? Uh, that group has another good reason for frequently washing their hands. Ha, ha, ha. 60%. That's not even a I surprise. I don't think it's just to, for single people. I think there's probably a lot of married people that take their alone time as well. Yeah. yeah we're all J&O. Sure, yeah. everyone's J&O. J-O for life. All right, next, <laughs> let's move on. That was a stupid one. Read that one. <laughs> In conclusion, J-O for life. <laughs> Cases of broken heart syndrome are up since the pandemic started. Broken heart syndrome is when your heart becomes enlarged and has trouble pumping blood because of intense emotional or physical stress. Is that because they're breaking up or are they just sad? I guess it's because they're stressed about the virus, but then normally you get that when you break up. Like that's what a broken heart is. It's a real thing. It could be all that too, who knows? Could yeah, be all that Jane. Yeah. Oh, oh, my heart. Like that's a lot for the heart to do. <laughs> I, I also feel that the world is kind of so shit right now that like the virus is like not even in the top three concerns right now. You know, like, just be concerned about your health. But like right now we're about to enter stage three. So like, you know, things are getting back to whatever. Yeah. But like there's so much else shit going on where you're like, mm, you know. Oh, today we just found out there's sharks that can walk. Did you hear that? <laughs> what? Walk. They just discovered in Australia a new species. There's a video I posted on my Facebook. They literally use their fins to walk on the ground. It's the creepiest. Oh my God, I thought you were joking. Yeah, Matt looks at me, he's like, he's joking. There's I'm like, no, no he's not. <laughs> I'm not joking. Like, what's next? Affectionate cats? Like, get out of here. <laughs> I'm just picturing like a shark with like gorgeous long legs. And for a some briefcase. Reason. Yeah. And just like, like cat walking. Yeah, for some reason I picture a shark with lipstick on too. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Her name's Julia Hladkowitz. <laughs> Okay, uh, I don't know. Was that it? I think that might. <laughs> well, let's go with this last one because I always love to know the opinions. Oh, this on is this. a long one. Okay. Oh, a study asked women two questions. One, the last time when you had sex, how big was the guy's junk? And two, did you climax from that sex, not from any other stimulation? The goal is to find out what size was best for pleasing a lady. Any guesses before we go into this? What, what, uh, what? I'm going to say 
inches. Do I have to do the percentage? No, uh, what, what's, what's the size for a girl to have the achieve ultimate pleasure in inches? 7.5. Six and a half to seven. Of course the man would underguess, you know? Yeah. <laughs> By half an inch, come on. <laughs> Eight inches. Good Lord. That and the second, the second best size was nine inches. Well, shit. I, yeah, okay. But this is for women, right? Yeah, I can't weigh in. Now, I will say that, like, anyone under eight inches isn't a big loss, not a total loss, because the fourth best was seven inches, but the third best was ten inches. What? Where is this poll being taken? Miami Beach? <laughs> Jersey Shore. Well, yeah, exactly. And because I'll tell you, and I've talked to many girlfriends, and we all say, if a guy, if like you get down there and it's a surprise and it's smaller than you thought, you're kind of like, phew, <laughs> now it won't be so hard. <laughs> or it should be hard. It won't be as challenging. Um, any men out there with one inch penises? No. Unfortunately, they have the least success. 13 of 13% of them did get the job done. And that is shocking to me that 13% of one inch men were able to. Well, can't you just like rub it on her clit and do the same thing? I don't know how it works, but like, <laughs> what kind? They didn't specify what type of orgasm, did they? Yeah, they said with no other stimulation other than just penetration. Oh, and yeah, they did. Wow. Who are these women who are able to achieve orgasm like from a one inch penis? Yeah, With no concerning. other stimulation. What is this? Oh my, that's wild. Good for them. An easy thing to do, I don't think. For uh, I think the clit had to be involved. Well, it is. That's all part of it. So I've oh, never seen a vagina before. I know, but girls always talk about like the clit versus G spot, and like when you say penetration, I think that's a G spot orgasm. But... It's all above. It can be all above. So then, oh, well, then in that case, then that makes sense. All right. Yeah. Right. See. So he could have had like really coarse pubic hair slamming against that clit. <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm trying to figure out those alien things. <laughs> That's what I see. Ew! I hate when you talk about them like that. I'm sorry. They're beautiful flower flowers. Um, yeah. Please do something else. So we're not ending on that note. <laughs> Where's the flaming hot vagina when you need it? Oh, Chelsea. okay. <laughs> Uh, um, let me see. No, oh, with public washrooms closed, a lot of people are now relieving themselves in public. A debate has broken out on social media whether it's okay to film someone doing that, either to shame them or just, you know, make fun of them on social media because you think it's funny seeing someone take a shit in an alleyway. Should you be allowed to film someone going to the bathroom in public? I mean, I think the, the rule is you shouldn't be filming anybody, unless someone's doing something really crazy like going on a racist hate speech or whatever. I think filming someone and putting their face online is just a really shitty thing to do. Um, and you don't know why that person is shitting in the alley. You don't know what their situation is. What if you saw a guy shitting in the alley and you started videotaping him, but then he started singing and he had the most beautiful voice you've ever heard. And then that video went viral. Well, see, that's, that's when it should be fine. So film it and if he doesn't sing and have a beautiful voice, then delete it. Yeah, if he's not singing mid-loaf pinch, uh, then yeah, stop video. <laughs> Maybe just film their genitals, blur out their face or something. Yeah, get right up in there. I was really confused why they closed washrooms though when COVID happened. Like public washrooms, I'm like, 
people will have to go. Like you're washing your hands, hopefully, when you are. People will clean them more often. Instead, you're just going to have people peeing all over the place. I think it was to make so so people wouldn't go on road trips and wouldn't like travel as much and they yeah. would be forced to stay home because they're like oh i can't go here because i will have nowhere to shit also i don't know about women but men's bathrooms are covered in spit men spit everywhere yeah like i've i've been beside so many guys at urinals that are just pissing and then they just go <laughs> just in the urinal or they on the wall there's spit everywhere so it's like it makes sense I really hope that this COVID helps people stop spitting. It's so gross. Yeah. You know, while we're talking about bathrooms, I think of our show coming up on Friday, which everybody should come to. They have porta potties lined up, like beside where the cars park, and they're spaced out like six feet. And I'm like, who's cleaning after each person? It doesn't matter if they're spaced out, if you're just lined up going into the. Yeah, that's true. I don't know how that's gonna work. There's a lot of logistical stuff on Friday. I'm just, I'm more curious. I haven't yeah. even thought about stand up at all. I just want to no. visually see how it works. Yeah. I know. I can't wait. It'll be an experience. That's yeah. Like, most porter bodies, like, I, I'm sorry, COVID's the last thing I'm worried about catching. <laughs> like, Get dysentery. And on like a hot, hot day, like, yeah. I'd rather yeah. be next to the porter potty. You know, Matt, one thing, we talked about this a bit earlier about the white thing, well, both of you really, but because Matt's a white straight guy, that's like the lowest on the totem pole these days. Um, It is. (laughs) The good thing about you and your comedy is you're not very offensive. Like, you don't, like, take aim at any specific group, from what I've seen anyway, and I think that's really helped you because you haven't really had to modify or change much of of your little shtick, have you? No, I, I mean, I've had people ask me, they're like, oh, you got to take a hard stances up there. Take a hard stance on something. I'm like, I got into comedy to be goofy. I like being goofy. So it's, I, I don't know. It's a, a lot of, like a lot of comedy right now, the whole uh, Joe Rogan crew and all that, they're like, let's seek the truth and we must know how much CBD to put in our coffee. Uh, <laughs> and it's, I'm just like, I want to be goofy and just do goofy things. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, you know what I mean? Have you felt the pressure, though, to speak out or, like, get political? Because even I have a little bit, and it's like, I don't like to go down those roads. And so you wonder, does it make you seem like you don't support the good side if you don't speak out on it? Yeah, I thought about that. I mean, when Trump got... Uh, elected, I was definitely saying some stuff on stage about how much I hate his guts and all that stuff, but um, yeah, I don't know. And But then I've also had people come up to me after shows and, and, and thank me just being like, oh, I thank you for getting my mind off of things. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's kind of what and also the stupid little videos I make online too. People are like, oh, I'm getting my, you're getting my mind off of things. And I'm like, I just want, I'd rather just distract people from the horrors of real life than mm-hmm. anything. But also, like, even though we're not talking about this stuff on stage a lot, it's like off stage, we're still, we're still talking about it. We're we're talking to our friends and family about it. We're posting about it. We're signing petitions. We're donating. Yeah. Like, just because you're not, there's some comedians who are so good at being political on stage. I'm like, that is such a good bit. And they're, but I feel, I honestly feel like they're smarter and they're better writers than I am. And I mean, we're, I'm, I'm learning every day, but bef- I didn't do it before because I felt like 
I wasn't even now, like I wasn't, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> See, writing. I wasn't Not a good uh, articulate enough. There, there you go. <laughs> Holy shit. But I think you make a good point is that, you know, some people think that you have to be on 24 seven and constantly, you know, burning your bra or whatever it may be. And I think it's important that people do get a break and get a break from it because it can start to get really heavy on people. Yeah, totally. It's, uh, yeah, I agree with that. I mean, it's, it's nice that as like, I mean, we're both white that we, we can take a break from racism and other people can't. Yeah, it is a bit but of at, But at the same time, it's, you know, it's nice to get a break in terms of laughter and getting your mind off yeah. of something, you know? Right. I think that's a good point. Not everybody is meant to be everything. You know, you don't have to be an activist and a comedian and that's like stay in your own lane. And that's how I feel too, is do what you're good at. And if that's escapism, whether through wine or comedy, go for it. <laughs> yeah. And you can help in other ways. It doesn't, you know, you can help with your money or your, or, or your like voice behind the scenes, just because you don't have a joke about it. It doesn't mean that you're not, that it's not important to you. It's yeah, exactly. And that it's always on your mind too. It's just for this set, I'm gonna, you know, give you what I'm good at. Well, it's like, I've always cared about, you know, endangered panda bears, but I don't think I've ever made a post about it on Facebook. You know what I mean? I don't have anything against them. Wait, this is going down a weird racist. Yeah, this, is, this, is, <laughs> this sound bite is gonna be used against you. Yeah. <laughs> Choose another animal. <laughs> We're going to cut that out. <laughs> walking sharks. I have nothing against walking sharks. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, we'll see you Friday, I guess. The driving experience at Ottawa's Wesley Clover Park with Yuck Yucks. Matt and Julie are headlining the show. The very funny Sebastian Bourgault. French, he's Francais. He's I've very funny. Him. Yes, you have. I've he's hosting. Uh, I'm on the show. Ashley Krachenko, who's been on the podcast. A lot of people. I'm not going to try to list them all because it's a big show. And I think it's a great lineup. Uh, one thing I, I like about this lineup, and I think they did this on purpose, is we're all very, like, cartoony. And I think yeah. that will translate well in this sort of large format where you can't hear the laughs. Whoa. whoa. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for doing this. Matt O'Brien and Julia Vladkowitz. We'll see you Friday.